0: This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcast.com.
1: Welcome to I Shouldn't Have to Say This, the podcast where we discuss topics we believe requires critical and nuanced thinking. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at saythiscast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at saythiscast or go to saythiscast.com to hear previous episodes.
0: Hey, party podcast people! Uh, welcome to the show. I'm Nicole, and I'm joined here today, as always, by my co-host, John. Roo.
1: It's kind of weird if we if I I don't think that we've done a show where you like where I wasn't on.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, think we have either. Mm-hmm. I've I've been off one. Yeah. Well, actually, when I was talking to my grandpa, I think that you were, like, there, but you weren't.
1: Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we're equal. All right, You're equal. So, <laughs> because that matters right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what are we talking about this week? What's going on?
0: We're going to consider the case of the sad
1: boy. The sad boy.
0: Yes. So, a few weeks ago, I saw a tweet that was saying, you know, people are really mean to to men who cry during breakups, and they say that that's manipulative behavior. But I, for one, think that it's not manipulative behavior. And I recoiled because I'd never heard that in my fucking life. I've never heard that just a guy being sad and crying during a breakup was manipulative. Now I do have to eat crow on that because a week later I saw the tweet that this was probably subtweeting, and that's exactly what the woman was saying, <laughs> which is super fucked up, obviously. Refer to the last episode. However, the more common line that I hear discussed is the way that sometimes a sad boy, sad boy meaning a boy with depression who kind of wallows in that in kind of an active in an active way so like choosing to be sad and choosing to make that everybody else's problem around them not to be confused with people who are simply depressed a sad boy is a different beast right so there are a lot of people that i know who've been in relationships with sad boys and something that happens a lot is they'll try and leave they'll try and leave the relationship for whatever reason like most of the time it's not anything like particularly spectacular And what will happen is that the sad boy will start crying and go like, oh my god, I can't live without you. I will literally kill myself if you leave. Oh my god, what will I do? Um, Please come back to me. Oh, I'll do anything if you just come back to me. And this behavior is fucking manipulative. And even though it's accompanied by crying, the fundamental thing is, if you don't stay in a relationship with me, I'm going to kill myself, which is a threat. It is a threat to make somebody feel like they have blood on their hand if they don't submit to a relationship that they don't want to be in. And this is a really pernicious thing because if you point out what's happening and you say, hey dude, that's manipulative, you're behaving in a manipulative way, They're sad and they're suicidal and you just call the sad suicidal dude a (laughs) manipulative shithead. So we flipping a coin on whether they live or not. Like You can't say that to them in the moment. However, the fact remains that a lot of people get stuck in relationships for way longer than they want to because of this type of behavior. And it's manipulative. And we aren't able to talk about it because we don't have good language for discussing manipulative behavior like that. So what do I mean when I say like that? So I'm going to put out an assumption here because I know a lot of sad boys. I have a lot of sad boyfriends, um, probably some of which have acted in some pretty dumb fuck ways while being broken up with. I hope not to that degree, but you know, Nonetheless, people try and get broken up with. They get really sad. The other person feels culpable and comes back. And that sucks. The feeling that I get, this is just a feeling, is that the sad boys in these situations are not saying, I'm going to pretend to be sad, or I'm going to say things that I don't mean, or I'm going to vocalize these things with the intention of getting her to stay because otherwise she'll leave, and I'm going to maliciously and intentionally do this to her because I'm evil. Um, <laughs> it's not usually what happens.
1: blah ha Bwahaha,
0: ha dexter's laboratory
1: uh anyways
0: <laughs> typically it's more i'm sad and i'm going to say everything that i feel and one of my feelings is that this is her fault because i'm a shithead <laughs> uh, you you can take that how you will all men are kings except for the men who make their psychological well-being
1: somebody else's problem <laughs> the, the the assumption should be that men that men are fine on until they they do something shitty just like everybody else
0: and then a lot of fine people do shitty things sometimes i i just want to draw a distinction because i'm not trying to say that mentally ill guys who get sad after getting broken up with their shitheads um
1: well yeah i mean the 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 thing is that it's it's not just that they get sad or they or they might self-harm that's that is a normal occurrence that is that is in some ways like a a way, a, like a normal way to react to being broken up with depending on the situation the, the problem is that when these people put the entire onus of of their reaction on the person breaking up with them taking no responsibility and and uh basically blaming them for the ills of the world
0: yeah so in other words it's it's shitty because they're being manipulative and they're putting somebody in a really shitty situation but it's not conscious. And I think that that's a really important point. I think that we consider manipulation something that people actively engage in. They say, hmm, how am I going to get the result that I want? Oh, I'll do these things and I'll get these things and then (laughs) they'll do what I want them to do. But quite often we kind of are just doing things, wanting things, and then behaving in ways that Uh, get us closer to our goals of the things that we want without thinking much about the other person. For the sad boy, they want the other person not to leave and they want to be in a happy relationship. Now, to the um, not mentally ill mind or the mentally ill mind in a lucid moment, You cannot be in a happy relationship and stop somebody from leaving a relationship. That's not (laughs) how that works. Um, They still want to leave. Spoiler alert for anybody who might be in that situation currently. Just leave. But to them, they just want the person to say that's all they know. And they're saying things that they think will make them stay, which is bad, but not bad because they're bad people and they're doing manipulative things in order to get what they want without any thought of the other person. It's because they're being thoughtless while doing it. It, it. It's not a conscious effort. And I think that we need to consider manipulation, something that we do, we human beings, but also more broadly than that, just living things, things with consciousness do without much thought at all. Some examples, babies crying or doing things that they know will get them food or attention, regardless of whether they know it's good or bad. Adults doing the same thing. Dogs begging because they know that you'll give them food. They aren't doing it because they hate you. They're doing it because it works. If the sad boy cries, the person stays. If the sad boy doesn't cry and put their entire mental well-being on the other person's shoulders, then the person leaves. Seems pretty cut and dry, I think. I
1: think so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and that sucks. I really wish that we could have more honest conversations about this. Because when it comes to being manipulative, these are tendencies that we all have. It's a really shitty lie that we tell ourselves sometimes when we say, like, I would never manipulate another person. Because, spoiler alert, you did when you were a baby, probably. When you cried, when you engaged in certain behaviors, you did those to get the adults around you to do things for you. That's how we're wired. There wasn't any malintent you just did things to get what you needed right and similarly i think a lot of people engage in some pretty shitty behavior completely and totally devoid of malintent and when we try and talk about that by saying like hey man that's manipulative that carries so much baggage with it that you lose the original thread if i walk up to the sad boy and i say you're being manipulative right Do you understand that, like, you're not going to be in a good relationship if you make this person stay? You need to take responsibility for your own mental well-being. This is your physiology that's causing you to be suicidal, not the breakup. The breakup just is. Um, Typically, the person will ignore all of the rest of the shit that you said and say, I'm manipulative. I'm a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to run to the rope shop the rope shop but two and two together
1: um the ro- oh jeez, <laughs> 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 that's not funny <laughs> it's kind of funny <laughs> it's funny
0: but that's not terribly good for anybody involved it's certainly not good for their partner who can't leave still And it's not good for the guy because he's not understanding, like, you know, he's thinking, this is just the way I feel. I'm not being manipulative. Or, like, oh God, like, are my feelings manipulative? Like, is the way that I feel manipulative? And the answer is, yeah. I mean, of course it is. To personalize this, a few years ago, I got broken up with and I was really fucking low. And the thought crossed my mind super quick that, like, she asked me, Are you okay? And I and I like got like a dialogue tree answer where like one was like, no, I, like, you know, like, you know, the whole line, the sad boy routine. And right. the other one was, no, but you broke up with me. So, uh, not your problem. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, no, I'm
1: not okay. This sucks. Bye. Like,
0: not, <laughs> no, but like, uh what do you want to like you you don't want to do anything about that so like obviously not (laughs) and then you walk away (laughs) and you deal with and you deal with your and I and I dealt with my mental state on my own and that was the first time that I could remember having an experience where like you know I consciously had the thought the the urge to do something really fucking shitty and really fucking manipulative and I chose in that moment to deny myself that and I think that a lot of the times. When we think of ourselves as people who are not manipulative or have zero manipulative tendencies, then we're not often paying attention to our behaviors to watch for manipulative tendencies, if that makes sense. Kind of, yeah. So if I don't think I'm manipulative, if I think, you know, I'm just going to do this so this other person will do what I want and like, eh, no problem, I might not stop to say like, okay, I could totally do that. But is that, is that fucked up? and i wish we could do more of that i guess i just looked at my outline and it said stupid baby nora manipulates me <laughs> and that's totally true stupid baby nora does manipulate i think that might be the whole thought i just i i really have a hope for for us to be able to talk about manipulation more um more honestly uh, i think that a lot of people engage in some really shitty manipulative behavior but the moment that you try and call it out like oftentimes you know when white women do some you've seen the videos before like a white woman's doing something mad fucking out of pocket and somebody tries to call her out and then she starts crying and calls the cops that's mad fucking manipulative and and like they're always bad people but like let's just divorce that from for a second and look at that as like you know a situation where somebody says i'm being called out for my poor behavior I don't want that to happen, so I'm going to manipulate this situation actively in order to get things to go another way. And it's hard to tell people who might not be bad people all of the time, like, hey, you might have tendencies like that. Like, hey, um, when the black woman says, like, when you got into, like, work beef with the black woman and you're both, like, you know, adults over the age of 30 and she just said something like, you know, edgy but not too bad and then you started crying and she got fired that was manipulative karen and karen might <laughs> say like no i just felt bad but it's like i wasn't trying to be manipulative and it's like your active effort wasn't necessary for that to be manipulative you knew that crying would make people feel sympathetic and would make her look more aggressive than she was actually being so you cried that's what you did And that's the important thing to call out and to interrogate. And it also gives us more of a moral imperative to say, hey, this is something that I want to do or I want to convince somebody else to do. Is this manipulative? And if so, is this fucked up? That's something that we should think of way more often when we're trying to interact with other people. And that's the point of the episode. This is a half thought. I've been mulling this over because I'm working with clients and often managing clients just kind of means like, you know, I'm going to try and lead them towards the solution or like I'm going to breadcrumb them towards the fucking like well and mm-hmm. I'm going to edge their little face towards the water and I can't make them drink. But like what happens if I sprinkled cocaine in the water so it ta- like so or anti <laughs> like or anti freeze <laughs> in the water so it tasted really sweeter, you know, just. You know, having all sorts of ideas where I'm like, oh, wow, this is like super manipulative what I'm doing. But there's like absolutely zero in, like, there's no intent here. I just need to do this so I can do my job. And in the case of the sad boy, they need to manage their emotions better. And same with most of the white women who cry when they're being like, not accosted. Like when, scared when or they're scared When they're having like, you know, like a heated argument with a black person But they wouldn't cry if it was a heated argument with a white person. Uh, (laughs) uh, Only the black people get the crying. All of these are behaviors which are extremely pernicious and manipulative. And, And yet most of them also have no active malice on their side. And it makes it really hard when... The mere mention of the word manipulation causes everybody's hackles to get up. So I wish that it didn't. And I think that we should be more cognizant of our behavior and if we're being manipulative and also cut ourselves some slack if we are, because it's just the way that we are as people who need things and want things and want other people to do things that we want,
1: you know? Manipulation, uh, in the as we're talking about, in the broader sense is mostly just learned behavior and... When we're trying to teach people about that, that 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 learned behavior actually exists, because we all learn that just through life in this culture, like we we learn that through trial and error. But, you know, what? but you might not recognize it. We need to make sure that everybody knows it's manipulation isn't necessarily evil.
0: Yep, I agree. Hey, people who listen to our podcast, this is an interlude in our conversation about manipulation uh, here to manipulate you into giving us money, uh, if you will, a trade offer. We give you dank content and you give us a means of sustaining life, a.k.a. money, (laughs) which we can buy food and shelter with. Tell them the details, genre.
1: If you want to support the show, coffee uh, ko-fi.com slash say this cast. And you can uh, give us a one-time donation. And if you uh, would like to do a continuing thing then patreon.com slash say this cast, there you'll be able to get the episode early. We have extra episodes. We have like seven or eight episodes, um, extra episodes that are that go up there really interesting conversations and continuing conversations from other episodes, things like that. Uh so uh check that out. Patreon.com saythiscast say this cast and thank you to everybody that supports us in in any way, even if it's just sharing our YouTube videos or sharing our our podcasts. Uh, to To everybody, that also but, helps us a lot.
0: But if you if you uh, if you like the show, you you would pay us, <laughs> which is yeah. a red flag. If anybody ever says you would, if you if I if you loved me, you would do this, or if you enjoyed this, you would do this. Um, yeah. run. Um, We're not I'm doing really it. I'm that. doing it as a joke because I yeah, want to do a teachable moment. This is a bit. Yeah, this is a bit. Yeah, I'm not your fucking friend unless I am literally your friend. Some of my friends listening to, listen to this. This, but like you know who you are
1: <laughs> if you want thank you everybody if you want to support us uh, and uh, help us like buy more um, technology and, and programs to help us produce the show better then patreon.com slash say cast
0: and food and water we can't sustain ourselves without your contribution
1: <laughs> now you're being manipulative again
0: <laughs> I, I know uh, I have a job I'm fine <laughs> Give I, us money if you want.
1: I don't, but I'm okay.
0: <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> oh, that was gonna be I real problematic. He's disabled. <laughs> he needs <laughs> your contribution.
1: <laughs> oh no, 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 no! I can't oh, no, work, no, 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 no. so I need your your contribution, or else I'll be in a, in a ditch, um, because uh, the because society is ableist, and and because of that, that I need your
0: i need you to pay us right now right patreon.com
1: <laughs> please before i starve <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no. We're terrible. oh no we're joking please don't <laughs> okay that's good <laughs> there are happy things that happen in our lives isn't that right, Nicole? Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? And we're gonna talk about some of them. I don't have a, a smart opening. I'm just gonna talk about stuff. So, Nicole, what's making you happy? Let's let's uh, bring some positivity into the into the show here.
0: Did I talk about Wrath of the uh, Dumbfucks last week? I did. The what? Wrath of the uh,
1: Talk about kitten game.
0: Oh, did I talk about Wrath of the Righteous?
1: I don't. I don't know.
0: So I'm rediscovering my joy of, my uh, love and joy of uh, ABBA music. So ABBA is a, uh, if you do not know, um, they did all of the music in Mamma Mia. That is why that musical exists. Yeah. And they have a very eclectic um, catalog. <laughs> uh, just if you listen to to them on Spotify, just on like shuffle for a uh, hour, you will hear so many
1: genres. Um, the Dancing queen, if you don't know Abba, then they mm-hmm. did Dancing Queen. That's, mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. most people know, I think.: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just really good music. and uh, my dad and Sorry. My uh, dad uh, really likes Abba. he, he loves Abba. It, it, it's, uh, it's a whole thing. He loves Abba. I'm not kidding.: A black
1: man: a it black is, man.
0: he loves like it. an
1: elder, an older black man loves Abba.
0: When we took um, road trips as children, that was the soundtrack. He would play. He had the complete collection, and he would play it like literally on loop. I'd I'd go to sleep, and I'd wake up three hours later. Abba, Abba, both times.
1: Um, That's so odd. Like, how did he have formed such a connection with Abba? I.
0: He's a complex man. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) He's a he is a man who is not. bound by the normative masculine trends that bind so many of our black kings in our community. He's just a guy who of culture who likes all sorts of, um but, you know, we would listen to these songs all the time around the house, on road trips, absolutely everywhere. And over the years, I developed like choreography to all of their like big hits. And <laughs> I know all of the words and Every And I'll forget that they exist for a really long time. And then I'll say, you want to know what song I fucking love? S.O.S. And then I'll play it and I'll go, damn, this is a banger. I love ABBA. I'm going to listen to exclusively ABBA for one month. And I'm in one of those, um, those feedback loops right now wow. where I'm listening to ABBA a lot and um, during work. And it is really nice because ABBA is just straight heat every single song absolute banger and they're coming out with new music which is exciting for me because it's That's ABBA awesome. and they still sound pretty good wild so I yeah, love Jesus. ABBA if you don't love ABBA get the fuck into it Abba's amazing. <laughs> uh, this is an Abba stan podcast. <laughs> Abba's making me happy this week. Also, there's a gotcha game called World Flipper. I have complicated feelings about gotchas and complicated ideas about my financial situation uh, in regards to to uh, gotchas. However, yeah. I'm having a lot of fucking time fun with this gotcha game because it's a um, pinball game. And it's co-op and it's cooperative, and there's just a lot Whoa. of ways to keep you into it. So most gacha games, you burn through your stamina, and that's it until you get more stamina. One stamina regenerates really fucking fast in this game. And number two, you can pretty much infinitely do co op missions, and there's just some really smart design decisions that make it really easy to like just keep playing and playing and playing as much as you want. Kind of a problem, a little bit addicted. But I'm also having a really good time and I'm not addicted in any sort of way that matters.
1: So, can you can you play ABBA while playing this game? Just um that's how I spend my breaks at work. <laughs> <laughs> ABBA is pretty pretty badass. I'm just it, it's kind of ABBA is kind of like Journey. Yeah. And like both of them are like riding a oh god, what are they? Like a jet ski. Yeah. Like, you can't be mad riding a jet ski. True. Like, (laughs) you can't can't be, like, upset. It's
0: super white, but do you care?
1: Fuck no. Exactly,
0: good. Abba's super white, but it it just goes to show that whites are, are, that white people are capable of culture. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know what white culture is? It's Abba and it slaps. Uh, So... What's making you happy, John? (laughs) (laughs) This conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly.
1: (laughs) I mean, oh, I'll tell you this story before I go in, before I get in mind. I used to live with, uh, like, a couple of my friends, like, in this, like, two-bedroom apartment. They would be in one room, I'd be the other, and they were out, one time they were out in the living room and i had my earphones on and and dancing queen came on and apparently i was singing it at the top of my like really loud and then (laughs) they were like like i like genre i'm like what 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 do you what's wrong i uh, you know what keep going dancing queen and i was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute
0: you can dance, you, you can, can just have Having the time of Okay, this is your now. Way. Yeah, this is
1: definitely. A <laughs> <laughs> like we will. Like we I'll will go the, into. I'll it. sit here and sing the whole thing. <laughs> Hell yeah, we will. Okay, you know what? Let's 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 say uh, if we get um, if we get fifty likes on on this video. <laughs> then we'll, then we'll go through the whole thing. Sure. I'll do that. I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. All right. So uh my thing is I uh I you know I use uh Reaper uh to edit this podcast to edit this podcast and all the podcasts I do and everything. It's a great program. I love using it. And there is a uh a thing called the Reaper blog where they put out videos with like uh, tips and explanations. And they go through like different stuff. Uh, a little while ago, they put out this video where they had a guest person and it was, uh, this guy from a channel called, uh, Reaper for podcasting. And his whole thing is that he, he, pot, he edits podcasts, um, uh, professionally. And every time he tries to look up something for Reaper, like, a uh, a plug-in or or a or gear tip or anything like that if everything is geared towards music and he's like I don't need that I just need stuff for voice. So he th- he said I'm going to start a YouTube channel and just have podcast tips. And I discovered that and it is so fu- freaking awesome. <laughs> it is goddamn <laughs> awesome. That I I have learned a ton about Um, different uh, functions and different stuff in, in Reaper. And uh, we, I just, uh, speaking of supporting the show, like we just were able to purchase a, uh, a plugin for me that will really help edit the podcast. Hopefully I'm going to try it on this, this show actually. Um, So this has been really, really cool. I love learning more about Reaper and about uh, editing in general. And uh because it's something it's it's something that really uh something that, that's really, really interesting and uh can can really brighten my day when I when I learn new stuff about it.
0: I'm so, so yeah. fucking happy for you.
1: <laughs> What'd
0: you say? I'm so fucking happy for you. <laughs> that was adorable. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm God. just being adorable today, is that what's going
0: on? Yeah. It, it's just you're very enthusiastic today. It's cute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Call your listen, friends cute. <laughs> listen. I'm trying here all right <laughs> i mean the the um the main thing is that uh I really like being able to do stuff like this uh and being able to create and be creative and put out something that hopefully will help people and it's and being able to do that better being able to do that faster so I can do other stuff like this it's uh it's really great so um anytime I learn about a new plugin or anything or anything like that then then it's really cool I'm actually going to be looking up more about this and hopefully looking into getting other plugins for for editing um that I wasn't able to get before because I couldn't afford it so (laughs) Um. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to I Shouldn't Have to Say This. We put our episodes out twice a week. Uh, so if you uh, go to saythiscast.com, you can listen to our past episodes. All, all of our episodes are pretty evergreen. So if you are bored or you're cleaning the house or something, then just put on I Shouldn't Have to Say This and and listen for the past. Just
0: absolutely go to town just, on your floors. Yeah
1: go go crazy on it go like just go wild. hog Um. wild (laughs) wild, yeah no hog wild (laughs) hog wild okay thought you said buck wild no anyway um (laughs) god damn it i apologize Uh, this this episode has been so off the rails we have been recording for two hours we're at the we're at the silly point. Anyway, so thanks for, for listening. If you like the music that's playing right now, and, and at the beginning of the episode, it's called Katamariteno. It is by the one-ups. And if you want to purchase that, then there's gonna be a link in the description. If you like the the song in the midpoint, then that is called You're in Valley Town. That's by Mustin. So check that out. Store.mustinenterprises.com for all this, basically nicole where can we find you online
0: in your uh, hopes and dreams say this com and also <laughs> twitter
1: at jack of three
0: trades three is in the number
1: that's right and i'm at press start lock on twitter uh so you can check that out there and you can check out the other podcasts that i do at planetsidepodcasts.com that that'll work i sure.
0: i'm calling it done <laughs> I... <That'll> work.
1: <laughs> uh, it's just sometimes we record for so long that we get to this point where it just everything's dumb and it's really fun <laughs>